Welcome to Inclusion Matters, produced by the Center for Inclusive Child Care, aka the CICC. We're located at inclusivechildcare.org. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast of the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm Cindy Croft, Director of the Center, and I'm here with Priscilla Weigel, one of our inclusion consultants. Welcome, Priscilla. Thanks, Cindy. Good to be here. Well, thank you for being here and being part of our podcast. You do such an amazing job. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Well, we've been talking about Dr. Bruce Perry's six acquired skills for children to be emotionally healthy. Mm -hmm. And we've already talked about the foundation attachment and then self-regulation and affiliation skills. And really building on those, and particularly affiliation, we want to talk next about awareness, Mm -hmm. his fourth acquired skill. And awareness is really about a child beginning to see that other children or other people also have value, that they're not like the center of the universe. Yeah. Which is fun to watch when that actually occurs right. for kids. Right, and, and we see that's a sophisticated, sure. that becomes a more sophisticated milestone or skill because, mm-hmm. and as he says, a strength. Yes. Because that takes a little while for a child to get there. Yes, it does. And, and when we all start out, we're very egocentric. We're very stuck on, if I'm feeling this way, everyone should be feeling this way. Or if I have this need, everyone should be meeting that need. And, and that awareness of preschoolers to get to the awareness of, Mm -hmm. oh, someone else might need something too. Exactly. Oh, oh, they might want to turn with that same thing that I've been having for the entire free play. You know, just little things like that 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 give them, help them to be aware of others. And I think it's important for people listening to think, now how do we help children become more aware? Like, how do I help with that strength? Mm -hmm. And there are, you know, some things we can do in our programs to help children with that uh, milestone? Well, I think a lot of um, providers and early educators are working with children on just the emotional awareness and putting the labels on those strong feelings, helping them understand that when you know they do something, it affects another person. Um, it, it affects how that person feels. Uh, you know, just bringing that aware that to the forefront in mm-hmm. that child's kind mm-hmm. of interactions being there as the guide that's mm-hmm. maybe giving the play-by-play a little bit if mm-hmm. you you know use that kind of as an as a reminder in your brain that you're mm-hmm. you're there to to kind of explain things to to this child that's just figuring it out it also helps children to um, be around others who are different mm-hmm. so we want to mm-hmm. encourage uh, you know, people to come in sometimes to our programs, maybe, I know I was talking to a group last week and they said that they go out and they uh, or they perform sometimes at nursing homes or they mm-hmm. sing some little songs or some of them had some volunteers that come in who are older. Mm-hmm. So having elderly people or people who are maybe uh, uh, different in some right. way from the children. I mean, they if they're with toddlers all the time, they kind of think the whole world is toddlers. Right, right, you right. Know, mixed age groups can be great if you have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Not everybody gets to work with mixed age groups. Right. Well, and when I was still in the classroom, I had we had a volunteer that would come every week, and mm-hmm. she was in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And she used... Um, different ways to communicate she didn't she could speak but it would take her a long time to get the words out but it was such a wonderful opportunity for the kids in my group to say oh today's the day you know Cindy comes and she's going to help us with whatever whatever and they would run to her and greet her 
and when she was trying to get a thought across, they'd have to be patient. So it went back mm-hmm. to that whole regulation piece, too. I have to wait to find out what she's going to tell me, and I can't just walk away from her, you know, helping them mm-hmm. remember, you know what, she's still telling you something, guys, come on back. She didn't finish her thought. Just, you know, we need to, we need to hear what she's trying to say to you. And just that, those things that really don't take a lot of planning, mm-hmm. just bringing it to, just opening their eyes exactly. about what's around them. One of the important points that Dr. Perry makes is that an aware child is going to be a child who's less likely to exclude others, to, to, be a, to tease other children, or to, in fact, become a bully themselves. Mm-hmm. So that is really, really critical and important to people who are listening because oh, sure. we want to make sure we've got, uh, that we're helping children to build that awareness strength. And then, as, as part, really, of awareness, but built even upon awareness, then, is the fifth strength that Dr. Perry talks about, which is tolerance. Right, right. And that's, you know, that's a byproduct of everything we're talking about mm-hmm. because the child does look beyond themselves and they see, oh, he's a kid just like I am. Exactly. And he has the same needs or thoughts. And because we're all about inclusion and that's, you know, our our mission is to help children who maybe are learn differently, look different different than their peers or whatever, to be accepted in par- and and not just accepted in the classroom and not just tolerated, but be treated with respect, which is the sixth exactly. um, strength that Perry talks about, too. Just understanding is one thing and saying, yep, they're here, but moving it to that next level of saying, yep, you're here, you're different than I am, and I respect who you are, and I respect that you need things, and I respect that they might be different than my needs, but that's still okay, and we can all be people together, exactly. and we can all have fun together. That's great. So having things like, uh, you know, class rituals, uh, respecting different kind of different cultures, mm-hmm. even the, the different cultures of the children in, in the program, but, uh, or bringing in other cultures that aren't even represented in the program. Right. You know, just going outside of the, building the community that is your child care, but then going outside into the larger community and looking at people in the community. So children really begin to get a sense of, wow, I'm part of something bigger than myself and it's important to me to see that and to be part of something bigger mm-hmm. um, that's all all part of that and, yeah. and people are doing that in their programs now and so it's important that they know that that's a really a difference. yes exactly yeah. Yeah. it's a key it's a key piece of building that all important positive mental health in children right and i think that you simple things like knowing the name of every child that's in your group mm-hmm. You know, there, there are times when you go to a, a classroom, and, and this was always something for me as a teacher. It was kind of a little test I would give the kids where we'd sit at group time, and I'd say, oh, we're missing somebody today. Who's not here? And, you know, the, the kids would sit and look around, and you'd think, okay, it shouldn't be taking this long to figure mm-hmm. that out. Why is not, you know, why isn't that child that's not here right there? in their brain going, oh, so-and-so is not here. Oh, Joey's not here. That's how it should, they should know because you're a community and when someone's missing in your community or someone's hurt or someone's sad or someone's mm-hmm. sick or someone's maybe going through something different in their family, that's something that we can teach them to be aware of and to understand and respect and and want to know about their friends and their peers. Exactly. Such a great point. And then that really leads us to his sixth acquired strength, and that is that respect, mm-hmm. which really is the icing on the cake. It's like the, 
you know, it's it's the result of everything that we've talked about, and it's ongoing right. for children. And and I think I don't even though it's some it may be mastered at a certain age, that doesn't mean that they're finished. No, no, because it's, it's a lifelong process. Exactly, truly, truly. and it's it's something that when the other foundational pieces that we've talked about, these other six, five things are in place, that child's going to to truly automatically get to that point of respect. I mean, it's going to follow so easily, and that's what I love about Perry's work. He's he's just so he has such a great understanding of children mm-hmm. and just what they need to, and his research in the brain and all this. So I would highly recommend seeking out more information. You know that he's more work that he's done if you're curious about getting more in depth because obviously we only have a certain amount of time in podcasts and we can't exactly. go into a huge amount of detail but well, I hope this has been helpful to people to to frame you know the work that that you're doing out there um in terms of these acquired strengths or you can look at them as emotional milestones and other uh, child developmentalists like um, Dr. Greenspan Mm -hmm. and others may look at them as milestones or uh, Piaget put them in a different kind of framework or language but they're they're almost always the same we're getting at the same goals and attachment again is always the foundation because children have to have that relationship and then have that trust in order to get anywhere Mm -hmm. and we do know that after zero to five children who haven't mastered those milestones you know can work on emotional milestones later it's just going to be so much more difficult than if they can gain those strengths Mm -hmm. when they're in those zero to five years so that's why the work of the people who are listening to us is so important definitely and one thing too that you might want to try just in your own you know you're driving in your car or wherever you're listening to this you're sitting at your computer just kind of brainstorm some strategies that you build that skill into your classroom or your child care or your interactions with kids every day. Just just bring that to your own forefront of your brain and just say, I am doing this. And look at when I did this activity, mm-hmm. underlying the underlying theme of that activity was truly tolerance or respect or affiliation or self, self-regulation. I mean, just take a moment and brainstorm because I think you'd be surprised that you're already really doing a lot of these things and you're encouraging children to grow, grow these these lovely skills as you spend time with them. Well, I don't think we could end it any better than that, Priscilla. So thank you very much. Great to be here. That's all for now. See you next time.